Welcome back to the NFFL podcast here on your official podcast catcher, whatever the hell it is this week. <laughs> I'm spicy tonight. Tonight we're joined uh, yeah. by the Fresh Prince himself, back after a couple weeks away. Spicy like Kung Pao Chicken. Bagak Bagak. Or or goose. You gotta You gotta get the goose noise. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. You, go. you gotta you gotta hit him with that goose. Talk to me, goose. That was the that that was the Christmas that we were introduced to was it was it from uh, Christmas story? And that was the Christmas we were introduced to duck or something. Oh they had duck. Oh, is that Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's been so long since I've actually sat down and watched. I don't know. <laughs> well, anyway. they just came. They just came out with one that's like thirty years later. I know. I've been seeing the advertisements for an HBO Max, but I've not sat down and watched it yet. But uh, quick plug: the movie Spirited with Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds, actually really good. I it's on my watch list on the short list. I've been uh, waiting for it Don't since, wait. since they did the uh, the whole TikTok trend together two years ago, where they did the I whole, can be brown, exactly. I can be blue, I can be red. Yeah, yeah. Is that what that was? I remember them dressed up like that. And I was like, I, I was like, what movie are they making? They were on <laughs> set during a break in filming for that. That was like two years ago. <laughs> So yes, guys, go watch Spirited if you have Apple TV. If not, or Apple TV Plus, we all know Ben does because he loves the uh, he loves his uh, um, loves his football, and of course, you know, Ted Lasso is all about the football. <laughs> yeah, he is. So anyway, welcome to the week thirteen episode. We've got two more, uh, two more spots to the playoffs punched. Awful waffles and roster guard ninety nine locked in their playoff spots. Woo! Called it last week. I expected them in one win, and they were in, and they did it. And uh, in doing so, they actually lowered the bar. I'd said last week eight wins was a lock, and they did it was seven <laughs> now they're in lock underachievers that's right and yet that's all that matters <laughs> that's right hey d is for diploma that's right that was my battle cry during human agonies and oh, dude, biology that was, that was my battle that was my battle cry only after i made everybody go there early <laughs> That was biology for me. So anyway, uh, let's. Uh, we're gonna do down and dirty this week. We're just gonna push through, and uh, we've got some stats. We've got some uh, special stuff from Danny, and uh, we're just gonna grip it and rip it. That's right. That story is. We're just gonna, <laughs> we're just gonna grab on, and uh, uh, you know he got a little Mississippi leg hound in him, but uh, it's good just to let him finish. All right, now there you go, Eddie. So anyway, you need a you need a hat for that though. I have one. I just don't have it with me. You serious, Clark? No, I totally. I what did you see? I missed my Facebook picture, man. I know. That's my favorite T-shirt. Oh yeah. I also have I also have a limited edition Russ 
Chicago Blackhawks jersey that's too small for me <laughs> that I bust out for ugly Christmas sweater parties when I let it all jiggle jaggle jingle bells yeah talk about TikTok trends I don't I don't pay for money it folds I'm so sick of that song <laughs> and you know what song I'm you know what song I really hate. He's getting hot in the party shop doing something nasty. Like I hate that song. I, you know what? You know what that you know That needs to be uh, that's a villain's theme. Mm-hmm. So we need to, if somebody's a villain, we have to put that on as a villain's theme. Alright. Well, did you get a hold of the did you get a hold of the did you get a hold of the the uh, pew 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 noises? I completely forgot about the pew pew pews. Okay, we'll have to add those in. All right, that's manual, 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 manual. All right, too too pew, pew, too close pew, pew. for missile. Too close for missiles. We're switching the guns. Pew, 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 pew. All right, so let's take a look back at our second <clears throat> of two rivalry weeks for 2022. This is like uh, it's like the greatest showman. Do, do you? It's have, like the greatest showman. Do you I got have, musicals on the brain. Do you have some moonshine? You there? <clears throat> I got my Mountain Dew here, but you're drinking out of a out of a mason jar there. Right here, my man. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's, how, that's how I get through these shows. <laughs> All right, we're going to start things off with uh, uh, we're going to start at the bottom, work our way up with the toilet bowl game of the week. <clears throat> Man, was it a shitty one? We're talking. We're going to start off with the, <laughs> with the night shift taken on the Ninja Panthers. Yeah, oh, this is a yeah. shit show. Oh yeah, uh, you know what? I, I almost didn't give us a toilet bowl game of the week this week, but uh, well, you know, it, it, it's just. In 196 16 to 154 52 win in favor of myself um hey second win of the year it's my show i'm gonna give myself applause for it 41 you know i no longer <laughs> i no longer feel bad for being your only win of the year now well, rev is yours rev is your sloppy seconds good i could potentially have two wins against playoff caliber teams there you go um, forty-one point sixty-four point uh, total of victory, good enough for this week's whoop-ass victory of the week. Uh, so, yeah, you did. yeah, Night Shift and Ninja Panthers have now split their series on the season. Uh, Night Shift avenging the two-point loss from earlier this season. Uh, let's see. Uh, looking at. Uh, Looking at the MVP across the board for Night Shift, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty solid numbers. I'm going to give it to Brian Robinson Jr., though, running back who, uh, you know, coming back from those gunshot wounds, 105 rush yards. Did you see his hat? I did not get to see his hat, no. Dude, he was the guy who wore that big, gigantic baseball hat. <laughs> you gotta look it up. I, I will. I will look it up when you're given your MVPs. But uh, best game of the season for him. Finally, getting the I mean, hot. He looks, he, he looks like Lord Helmet from 
It's a baseball hat, but he looks like Lord Helmet from Spaceballs. <laughs> 18 touches on the ground, 105 yards, receiving touchdown, and another 20 yards through the air for his best game of the season, just, oh, 19 and a half points. So I'm going to give the uh, uh, nice nice points and MVP nod to Brian Robinson. What do you got MVP-wise for this one, Danny? I think your, MB- your MVP was on the bench. If, you, um, if you're saying who I think it is, I picked him after, after the game started. Oh, man. Well, either way, that was a good waiver wire grab right there, Head. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. I think I was actually going to give it to Simmons on your defense, man. He, uh, yeah. nearly, he, he nearly doubled his projection uh, in a really tight game against the, uh, the Chargers, and that was pretty good. Yeah. Simmons has been strong. I, I've been uh, very impressed with him through the second half of the season. But yeah, speaking of Mike White, yeah, I was honestly, but you know, full disclosure behind the curtain peeking, I was flipping a coin between him and Heineke as to who to pick up since uh, since I've got uh, Justin Fields on the sidelines now with that sh- separated shoulder and. The quarter said Heineke, and I wasn't 100% sold, so I was just keeping an eye on the first couple drives for White since he had that nice uh, that nice run last year before injury. And first couple of good drives, I said, all right, I'm taking him too. <laughs> there it I, is. I found that picture. I like that hat. Everyone go look Dude's up hat. for it. <laughs> Dude, put it on the ring. I'm going to put Dude's it on the hat. ring. <laughs> Dude's hat is ginormous. It it is. It's uh, and even yeah. funnier. Even funnier still is his explanation of why he has it. So look that up. All right, I, I will look that up. I'll, I will commend that to your your bathroom reading. <laughs> All right, so that's uh, that's matchup one. Let's move on to Jim Kelly hates cancer at E Town Asian. Jim Kelly won one eighty eight sixty eight to one seventy six point ten. A little over twelve and a half point difference. They split their series, and uh, let's see their breakout character, breakout player. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna give it's it to Alice. <laughs> I'm gonna give it to Herbert. Uh, he's had a rough go of it, and he finally got one of his guys back with uh, Keenan. So. Three touchdowns through the air, brought the team back for the win in the final moments, and kept Jim Kelly hates cancer. You know, Jim Kelly was projected to lose, so I'm going to give it to Herbert. What do you think? I'm I'm going to go defense with Ellis, man. He uh, once again doubled his projections, and he was the leading tackler of uh, the entire NFL this week. Mm-hmm. All right. So 12 solos, and I mean, it doesn't get any better than that in terms of points for us. Yeah. Not at all. I like that. I like it. All right. So let's move on to San Diego 8. I've been hitting the whistle. San Diego 8 visiting Bear Boonda's Nightmare, where Bear Boonda pulled off the... Was that technically an upset or... Well, no, that no, was no, more you're projected a... to win, so... Well, I want to say you want to know why that is. Why is that? Uh, that's big. Let's see. There was a reason why. Um, <clears throat> where to go? Where to go? Where to go? 
I put in Hargrave like literally last minute. <laughs> and um and I took Zaire Franklin out and I played Miles Jack because they said Zaire Franklin may not play. So I was going with the hey, maybe the Colts will run all over the Steelers and Miles Jack will get a bunch of tackles kind of a thing. But mm-hmm. um no, San Diego eight. I was kinda watching his team throughout the day. He uh they were calling from I think you guys were calling I don't know if it was you or somebody was calling for Mike Evans to have a big day on the last that, last that was, thing. And then and Rogers my... Rogers Rogers got hurt. Yeah, the the Mike Evans call was my my uh, bold prediction that I always make. I, I try to pick one fun one. He was not the receiver that went off for Tom, though. <laughs> but yeah, Sandy uh, Bear Buna won one seventy five oh nine to one sixty four and a half. That's ten and a half point uh, difference. You guys split your season uh, battle there. Um, and I also predicted that Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs would have a sluggish start. Uh, thought they'd be all right. And they were, but, uh, you know, I, I don't remember if they were sluggish. That was, that game was so long ago, but, uh, yeah, you know, I'm going to go with defense for my MVP. Uh, I'm going to give it to, uh, uh, what's his first name? Alex Anzalone. Uh, yeah, I would agree. I was very happy with his performance. Yeah, I mean, seven solo tackles, a pick. Yeah, almost 20 points. Yeah, I'll give it to him. I scored everyone else except for you know Josh Allen. So that's a pretty, pretty good accomplishment for your squad. Yeah, and somehow I avoided the Terminator uh, robot apocalypse from Rob <laughs> this time around. Yeah. All right, so let us move on to what I am going to go ahead and dub the game of the week. Although I think I hit the wrong sound for game of the week, but oh well. Yeah, yeah, you did. Oh well, they're they're right next. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be more epic. Oh. Oh. Uh, uh, They're right next to each other. Oh yeah. Game of the week was Lance Manlove taking on Johnny. Fuck it. And Johnny won 197.78 to 191.14. That's less than a touchdown in between the two. And Johnny swept the season series. I want to reach out to Scott. Uh, I did not go back through and do the research on my own to look back historically to see when the last time they swept. Because I always bring up Jason owns Ben's ass in the head-to-head. Well, hey, well, this time in the head-to-head, Ben fucked that man lost. Ben did. Uh, And in fact, both both games, (laughs) yes, he did. Both games this season, uh, it has come down to about a touchdown's difference in in score. So uh, for Johnny, let's see. Johnny, 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 I'm going to give it to Miles Sanders huge blow up game on Sunday night 143 yards charts two touchdowns more than double the projections and i mean that game was just running wild anyway <laughs> Yeah, that game got out of control. Yeah, and just just as a, I don't normally give duds in this section, but 
why start Jamar Chase when you knew he was just coming back and at best he was going to be a decoy and he was notified before the game as being inactive? All the healthy scratched him. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, that, that I mean, they both had a goose. So hit that goose, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they got Jamar Chase for man love and Gasecki for... Yeah, I mean, it's it balances out. Say, they both got say a goose, goose and goose, uh, goose Realistically, Chenault only put up three points, so it's not the difference there. But still, yeah, well, yeah. I, and and this is a you know this is a Josh Jacobs going ham. Oh yes, if, if Jacobs up. had not gone ham in this one, this would have been a much more embarrassing loss. Yeah, he only had his projections because of Josh Jacobs. Yeah, Josh Jacobs, and, and he came back but out that on Dalton, that field with that injured. The, the uh, Dalton, the Dalton Schultz seemed to be okay for him. Yeah, Dalton Schultz was uh, that was a surprise after that, especially after that first half. I think he had like two touch, two catches in the first half for like almost nothing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, or maybe it's only one catch because he only had four all day, but still. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to Flutie Flakes visiting Roster Guard 99. Flutie Flakes did win this one handily to the tune of 216.46 to 182.10. Uh, they were the other contender for Toilet Bowl Game of the Week. Uh, 34 point plus difference in victory there. Uh, only gave it to my game because it was a bigger point differential. Uh, Flutie Flakes swept the series. They win their series over Roster Guard 99 by a combined total of 109.62 points between the two games. Hot damn. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, Flutie Flakes just projected 209, 216 points total put up. There were only three players on this roster this week that didn't really do much of anything or didn't come close to their projections. And one is now sitting on IR and one could have gone back in and the coaches held him out apparently. Yeah. I mean, he lost, he lost Jackson to the IR and Tucky Tucky. Sione Tucky Tucky. I just love that name. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go defense. I'm, I'm going to give it to Sanborn. I like linebackers. Ten solo tackles, five assists, you know. Oh, he's definitely eating it up because of Roquan Swift not being there anymore. Mm-hmm. Someone's got to make he's, up the difference. He, he, he's, eating, he's eating pretty well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, of note also, it's good to see A.J. Brown finally bouncing back a little bit after a couple of down weeks. So, Yeah, I mean, he uh, he splurged on the Steelers. Uh, the three, that three tutties, but... <laughs> no, I mean, Geno Smith continues to confound the wise and um, St. Brown. Uh, I wish I had got on that train. I was so almost I was almost on that train. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And of course, Travis Kelsey once again finds the end zone. So a worthwhile trade for for uh, his roster. All right. So yeah, put, let's put it in perspective. Preseason, preseason estimates. Do you know that they give this to you? 
if you go into the um uh, they don't do it on the app but they do it on the desktop you can look at what the preseason projected was you can see what the um all the different things also did you know that we are a silver rated league yeah i've seen that i've never really paid attention to it though well here's i'm i've been paying attention to it a lot since i got back into fantasy sports because i was down in the bronze level on everything because i was basically just playing for whatever but now that now that i'm actually paying attention again we have two diamond coaches chuck flutie and then awful used to be diamond i think he dropped down to platinum Mm -hmm. but i'm the only gold from there we have two three silvers and five bronzes i was gold to start the season and i was diamond at one point I was platinum at one point, and that was, I think that was the year I won it all. Yeah, it's interesting how they do that. Yeah. Yeah. I was gold before I had my losing tear this year. <laughs> yeah. That was that was such a tangent. That was. So let's play some, uh, music to get us ba- play some music to get us back. There we go. There we go. We got one more game to look back at. It's going to be... <laughs> <laughs> Gridiron Mafia visiting Awful Waffles, where Awful Waffles won to the tune of 222.66 to 214.40. That's a touchdown with a two-point uh, no, this conversion. Was, this, was a heavyweight, this was a heavyweight battle. This was. It really was where Awful Waffles swept this series for our current first-place leader. Oh, yes. And, uh, well, <laughs> again. So is he, uh, he Gridiron's? Only two losses. Ah, uh, you know what? Let's bring that up and look. Uh, let's bring up the uh, the schedule here for Awful Waffles and Gridiron. Uh, oh, let's bring up Gridirons instead. Yes, Awful Waffles are the only losses that Gridiron Mafia has. So. <laughs> man, if it comes down to these two in the championship, that could be an interesting narrative. Well, if Joe loses two, Matthias wins two, Matthias takes the division. That's right. So anyway, we've got, uh, I'm going to, oh man, there's so many to choose from for the, for the MVP for this one. I'm going to give it to Godwin. I, I project, I, I called for a, a different wide receiver to go off in that, uh, Tampa Bay Cleveland game. I was wrong on the wide receiver, but 12 receptions for 110 yards and a touchdown for Chris Godwin in the middle of a game where there was a skunk running wild in the stands. Dude, running wild. (laughs) Hulkamania, running wild. And the security guards even trapped the skunk under a box and it, it still got out and continued to terrorize the people. And the Browns fans are such wonderful people. They've embraced it as the rally skunk. They would. <laughs> they would. <laughs> Who's your MVP for this one? I mean, I think Awful Waffles. Uh, I mean, they both had strong defensive performances. But I would say the performance that kind of came out of nowhere for me was uh, just the DJ Moore. 
Um, I mean, he was four for 103 and one tutty with Sam Darnold, right? So, like, there was no expectations of that going well. Mm-hmm. And that worked out, like, as good as he probably could have hoped for. Yeah, I said uh, 32% target share. So, like, moving the chains, three 20-yard catches, or three catches of over 20 yards. I think, and uh, same thing with Zay Jones. Zay Jones went off on the opposite side. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say I was more surprised by D Moore. Uh, and then I would also say that I thought Z Jones had the clutch performance uh, for the gridiron. My clutch performance goes to the Jacksonville Jaguars mascot. Oh, did you see that? <laughs> How could you not? <laughs> that was like if Connor was a mascot. Oh, their mascot went full Florida man. If you have not seen them, listeners... Guys, you got to look for it. I, I might have put a picture up on the ring. I don't remember, but you, you must go find the video clips of the mascot going full Florida man. <laughs> oh, man. Was on, real. <laughs> so that is the last week. That is week 12. Um, normally, this is a point where we look at the uh, top performers and, uh, you know, we're, we're catching up from ha- from Halloween. Thanksgiving. We don't have all the stats in and uh You still got that you still got that tryptophan taking taking this toll on you. A little bit. I uh I, I took our turkey carcass and turned it into turkey soup. So I've got a little extra tryptophan and I got a sick kid I had to leave work for today to pick up from school. So my preparation was not uh as much normal. So we'll do a little something different for our MVPs you know, you this nev- week. You would never know the difference. <laughs> I try. Uh, so let's look at uh, let's just look at some of our team performances this week for the league. Look at some of our offensive and defensive uh, breakdowns here. Offensively, awful waffles, top of the games with Flutie Flakes, our top two offensive performers, followed by Lance Manlove, Gridiron Mafia, and Johnny Fuckett. That's your top five offensive teams in the league this week. Sounds about right. Bottom five. At number 12, San Diego 8 with 83.30 points scored by the offense. Remember that. Ninja Panthers, Roster Guard 99, E-Town Asian, and Bear Boondas Nightmare. Those are your bottom five offensive teams. Now your top defensive team was San Diego 8 with 81.20 points. Where their offense scored 83.30. <laughs> I know, right? I know. If, if he could just get the teams at the sides of the ball to work out on the same time. Uh, but rounding out the top five. He's, he's San Diego Magic 8 ball. That's what he is. That must be it. Uh, Gridar Mafia is number two defense this week. Uh, number three, Flutie Flakes. Number four, Roster Guard 99. And number five, Awful Waffles. Number 12, Bear Boondas Nightmare. Only mustered 48.60 points on the defense. Lance Manlove. Yeah, we, we took a week off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little too much trip to fan. Lance Manlove, number 11. Jim Kelly hates cancer. Ninja Panthers, number nine. At E-Town Asian, number eight. So overall, 
We've got <laughs> just just fun for disparity's sake. Overall, the top scoring team this week was Awful Waffles. No surprise there. Two twenty two sixty six. The lowest scoring team was Ninja Panthers. One fifty four twenty or fifty two. That is almost a seventy point disparity in points this week between our top and bottom scorers in the league. That's just just wild. <laughs> That's wilding out. That's wild. And only five teams missed their projections this week. Only five. Johnny Fuckett, Bear Boondas Nightmare, E-Town Asians, San Diego 8, and Ninja Panthers. Only five that missed their projections. Everyone else uh, went over by at least 2.42 points, John. <laughs> Yeah, I think we all benefited from it being a lackluster bye week. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. And now we do have some poopers. Do you want to do some poopers with me, Ben? Uh, ben. Danny? Jeez. <laughs> Come on. How, how could I pass up an opportunity to do poopers? We've got some poopers. Not as many as I would have expected, but we've got poopers. So uh, why don't we drive, dive right in. Uh, Danny, why don't you why don't you take the first one and we'll alternate? Uh, I'm going to say I can't see the list of poopers. No, where'd it go? Just give me a second. Talk about something else. All right. So, um, well, let's vamp for a minute. Uh, yeah. So, um, we had, uh, we had some, uh, fun, some fun this week in the league. We've got some, I'm looking at the ring right now. Um, We've got some uh, <laughs> Ben sharing. I say, what's going on in the ring? Sharing yeah, some idea. soccer. Ben sharing about soccer because the United States won their match and gets to advance because they tied two out of three and they won one. They get to advance. And of course, John knows nothing, and he's the old man, and he has to ask for explanation on the gifts. <laughs> What was what gift or what, what what gift? What gift are we talking about? It's a referee giving a signal for basically he's making a gesture for a square, and he's uh, that's what their sim, their signal is for asking for the video replay assistant because uh, they need some review. Oh, they want to, <laughs> we need the TV. <laughs> we need the TV. Yeah. Somebody so get on the TV. <laughs> So did you get a? Uh, did you give anything for uh, Giving Tuesday this week? Um, I paid myself. <laughs> Good man. I support. I support. I supported my own business by uh, um, getting some syrup out there. <laughs> you know what else I thought was interesting? You ever noticed? Um. And the disparity between, you know, usually the person who's kind of running away with it in the first place also tends to have the weakest schedule. 
You know, I, I'm uh, I'm going to have uh, Scott at the end of the season. I want to have him sit down and see if he can break down just how the uh, just how the schedule uh, played out for everyone, just what the actual strength of schedule was and who really was up against it and who well, yeah, really just had the cakewalk. At the beginning of the season, and it's like, well, he's projected to be place or yeah. And here's some uh, here's some uh, notable fun facts for all of you guys. Uh, some streaks we've got going on here. Ninja Panthers, they're in the midst of a five game losing streak. Oh, dude! Speaking of streaks, let's do it this way. It's, dude, busting a streak in your pants like a poop streak. <laughs> <laughs> Who's poop streaking it? Oh man, Awful Waffles is in the midst of a five-game win streak. Oh, uh, he's uh, he's uh, something else in his pants. I'm sure. Mm. Flutie Flakes has got their own win streak of four going on right now. Gridiron Mafia just their loss broke up a seven-game winning streak. Better to do that now than in the playoffs, Joe. Yep. San Diego 8 is in the midst of a four-game losing streak. Jim Kelly hates cancer. They're not in the midst of a, a, a winning or a losing streak, but they're kind of alternating. Since week eight, they've been win, loss, win, loss, win. So they've kind of got a pattern going on here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Johnny Fuckett's win broke up a two-loss uh, streak. And, uh, yeah, Roster Guard 99's got themselves the start of a streak. They got two losses in a row. And if they don't pull it up against San Diego 8, I mean, they've already got themselves a seat in the, in the I, tournament. I think, but... I think he's due for a follow-up wipe because once you drop two, <laughs> I think you're just going to have to go it alone on this one, bro. I'll, 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 I'll right. ad-lib. All right, I'll throw them out there and you give me some feedback or if you got it, if you want it. All right, we got Alan Lazard person. Yeah. <laughs> we got Poo Poo Smith Schuster. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, we got Curtis Samuel, also followed by Peepoo Samuel. Dalvin's goose was cooked. Yeah, it was. Crapsgen McPoofrey. Also known as Christian McCaffrey for anyone who didn't quite follow that one. George Shittle. I got I got you. You got me. Um Damien Sasha Fierce Pierce. <laughs> Lil Beyonce. Lil Beyonce for you. Oh uh, yeah. We've got uh Dalvin demoted to dishwasher. Oh wait, nope. That was that was why did I I I hopped on the wrong line there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, you call you call him Dalvin's no longer the line cook. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got two of this one. Alvin Kamara. I was gonna call him Alvin and the Chipmunks or Camarin, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Mike Bob Evans. Here we go. Two. <laughs> Gabriel Davis, who I. You know, clowned about that trade. Amen. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers didn't get his discount double checked. <laughs> Dawson Knox, Fox and Socks. Oh yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> Taysom fell down the hill. 
Oh, Tyler's word came back void. Void. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, man. He's in the wrong side here, but Grover Muppet Stewart. <laughs> the funny thing is, you wrote Grocer. I did. Like I noticed kind of- that as I was reading it. <laughs> Grocer said, you know, he's actually been super really good about as far as a D line guy. I picked him up. Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase gets the goose. Yeah, he was he's a healthy scratch, but he's still in here because he was started. And Mike Pusicki, those are your- oh, he get, he gets go- he's the goose sicky is what he is. The goose sicky. Those are your those are your offensive poopers of the week. And now for your defensive poopers of the week. Oh, I got the first one. There we All go. All right, I got Queen Queenwa Williams. <laughs> In case, in case you need some protein rice or whatever the hell that oh, shit is. Yeah. We got not so saucy gardener. Oh, Javon is going hard to the grave. We got Aiden up Chuck Hutchinson. Yeah. <laughs> Aiden Duck Hunt Duck Hutchinson. <laughs> uh, we have uh, Indomica Sumi. I didn't realize he was still playing until this week. <laughs> really? I yeah, I I don't see his name anymore. <laughs> Jonathan owns the toilet. Uh Kaimi fair price for a barn. And Cam Hedward. Cam Iron Head. Yes. Because the head's a toilet as well. These are your poopers of the week. The Brown Note! Did you ever think that your your nickname would also be like uh, a toilet reference? No. I never you thought I have you, a nickname that was anywhere close to mine. <laughs> well, I mean, the origin of your nickname was because you shaved your head right before our block party. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, head, right? Light, lamp, no. <laughs> and that turned that turned into... Uh, yeah, I forget you were the doctor, Doctor Richard Headley. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, a lot of these nicknames, I don't know where I came up with them, but <laughs> they were created. Uh, Kitty, he's not listening. Um, Merry Christmas, Kitty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just, you know. Either way, keep moving. Uh, more music. Bring it back. Bring it back. Something. All right. All right. So we're going to look at the uh, the train to the playoffs. Who's on it? We, watch uh, out, Ben. Yes, yes. Watch ben, out, Ben. Watch out. We, uh, two more spots were locked in, so that's three left now. Uh, seven wins is pretty much a lock at this point. Well, seven wins is going to be a lock at this point. Six is a probable. Five wins, yeah, you're probably in at this point, but we'll call it a maybe. We got four teams that realistically are vying. Danny and I were talking a little off mic at the beginning there. 
but mathematically I am officially eliminated mathematically. Uh, but you're not, but you're not guaranteed the pierce. I'm not That's guaranteed the, the pierce yet. Yet. Um, mathematically Rob is probably eliminated, but I could not definitively say he is mathematically. Uh, Jason is probably eliminated, but I cannot definitively say he is, but realistically, these four teams are the ones who are vying for those last three spots. We've got the number six, six and six, Johnny Fuckett. We've got the number seven, six and six, John, Bear Boonda's Nightmare. We've got the number eight, five and seven, Ninja Panthers. And we got the number nine, four and eight, E-Town Asian. So we put a pin in our discussion at the beginning uh, before we went on mic. Um, and so we're going to pull that pin back out, Danny. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, specifically this week and how we think uh, we're breaking it all down and uh, how we think these four teams are going to fare and what that all is going to is going to look like. Yeah, I think I think we could start by saying here's who's playing for the Pierce. We got Night Shift, Lance Man Love. And uh, E Town, those are the teams that are vying for the Pierce. Any combination of wins and losses, uh, given the point spread between the three teams, or the four teams, uh, and there's four teams that four teams that can end up with the Pierce. Hmm. So your bottom four are legitimately still Pierce contenders. Hmm. Interesting. All right. All right. So let's look at uh, let's let's do a little combination here with our week 12 preview, uh, because we've actually got (laughs) these four teams are playing this week head to head to head to head. (laughs) Oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. So let's look at these two games and see what we say is going to happen. Because realistically, two of these three spots could be uh, gathered up this week. So we've got the six and six Johnny Fuckett going head to head with the five and seven Ninja Panthers. Ninja Panthers is coming. Uh, they're, they're riding a five game losing streak. Johnny Fuckett just came off of that nice victory, uh, owning the season. On paper, uh, let me bring up their matchup here. You got to uh, Ninja Panthers needs to make some subs. Yeah, now there's there's some. Uh, typically, Rev doesn't do much work until at least Wednesday, leading into Thursday night games. But because you know he's got Kyler Murray is going to be on a bye, so we can assume that Kirk Cousins is going to be slotted in there. So he's projected. Now to- is this is this one o'clock Kirk Cousins or is this this is one o'clock Kirk Cousins against the Jets? So we okay, go so if we pro- go with projected numbers. This this is at home one o'clock. Kirk Cousins against the Jets, so we'll 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 go ahead and just throw his projected numbers in there. It's about twenty eight, just shy of twenty nine points. We'll say twenty nine. So we'll add twenty nine there. So one seventy seven or so to one ninety four. So we're looking at about a twenty point differential there. Lamar Jackson against Denver. Lamar has no weapons on offense. 
Uh, Tyreek Hill is nursing a little bit of an injury. Well, it's not really injury. He was cramping last week. So Tyreek's probably all right. Uh, Jacoby Myers has got a shoulder injury for Ninja Panthers. He came back in, but he really didn't do much. Debo didn't do much, and his quarterback... Ninja, Pan- Ninja Panthers is sporting that dual Dallas running back monster right there. Yeah, and they really cannibalized each other last week. Elliot came back, and Pollard dropped back down. Uh, so, and Juju coming back off of his concussion detail was they, they're easing him back in. So even, even dropping that almost 30 points in for a quarterback, I don't know that Ninja Panthers really meets their projections this week. Yeah. I don't, I don't see with the matchups, especially because Debo is now, he's also many mouths to feed out there in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And with that said, though, Christian McCaffrey took a second, you know, he he took a back seat last week and he himself is nursing a little bit injuries of his own, too. So who knows what's going on in their offense? Plus, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's got his own injury to deal with. Uh, I think it's a knee injury. So who knows what's going on in San San Francisco? I want to say San Diego for a moment there. (laughs) Now, on paper, I'd have to give it to Johnny Fuckett this week. I'd have to give Ben the victory this week. Yeah, I'd agree. So on paper, I'm saying that Ben goes to seven and six this week and locks up one of those spots. Meanwhile, Rev drops to five and eight and goes in against awful waffles for the final week, potentially going winless for the rest of the season. I mean, that's next week's problem. That's Pierce. That's Pierce territory. That's potential, but I don't think so though, because uh, that's still five wins. I mean, I'm current head runner. I'm, I'm current head for the uh, I've only got two wins mathematically at best if I went out that's only four so oh, I'm sorry I thought he was I thought he had eight I, I didn't oh no he's head. he's there's no way Rev's getting the pierce <laughs> now the other game that we can look at there's potential there uh, we got number seven six and six Bear Boondas Nightmare taking on number nine four and eight E-Town Asian I don't know how I'll never get that will never get old. Now, bringing up this breakdown, we got uh, Europe by two in projections right now. Uh, As far as injury designations, the only one that sticks out right now is this early one on Najee. He left the game with that ab injury, and I haven't seen anything new yet. Um, I don't know if you've seen anything new yet, but if he's out, um, I'm not sure who's on the roster. There's no one on the roster currently to be able to plug in. And Najee's been actually starting to perform up to expectations the last week or two. So 
There's not really any on, the, on that roster to fill in that hole. I mean, in terms of wide receivers, I think he's got me by the by the neck. Oh, yeah. And he's got that two uh, Jalen Waddle stack. Plus, he's got Justin Jefferson. But Justin's not matchup proof. Justin, when he plays against a tight defense, uh, Philadelphia has stymied him. Um, Dallas has stymied him. Oh, he's him. probably going to go up against. He's probably going to go up against Sauce. And he's probably going to go up against Sauce against the Jets. I mean, even Detroit stymied him uh, playing in Minnesota. So, I mean, Justin's not matchup proof. So, I and mean, two is playing. I mean, this one's going to come down to who's who breaks through the defense. I mean, everyone's playing a tough defense. Yeah. The only the only favorable matchup in the top group is uh, Carter versus Vegas. Mm-hmm. Everyone else in this top six, they all have hella difficult defenses they're going up against, like Derrick Henry in Philly, Waddle mm-hmm. in San Francisco, Jefferson in the Jets, Olave in Tampa Bay, right? Two in mm-hmm. San Francisco. Uh, Latavius Murray versus Baltimore. Like, he's not running on Baltimore. Corderell versus Pittsburgh, right? It just depends on if they use him or not. Mm-hmm. Slayton versus Washington, a little bit more favorable. But um, Kittle versus Miami. I mean, I think that one, the tight ends here. I'll, I'll give it to you this head. I'll give you this this hot take. <laughs> I think this game, this game comes down to which of the tight ends goes off. I think you're probably right. Is it and Joku with brand new quarterback, he who shall not be named on a revenge game against Houston? Or is it Kittle against Miami, who eh, really they they're, don't they're defend have to the go tight to, end? <laughs> well, they're going to have to go toe-to-toe to keep up with the points. Yeah. That one's going to be a shootout. And honestly, I think I put a lot of weight on the on the defense this week, too. For you guys, I think your offenses are both going to sputter, and I think you're going to have to put a lot of weight on the defense. Yep. Yeah. Now, put put on your uh, your uh, neutral uh, anal an, uh, now analyst hat. Yeah. How do you see this game turning out? I think E Town by ten. I think I I will underperform, and he will. He, he will be at or around projections. I, I think I'd give it to E-Town as well. And that would put you at 6-7, him at 5-8. at eight. I don't think that gives either one of you uh, a seat in the playoffs. But, yeah. Yeah, you come down to the final games. Yep. Yep. And your potential for... Uh, your prediction of E-Town leapfrogging you still stands. I know. I told you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's see. Let's look at the other four then. So we also got uh, Gridiron Mafia at 10 and two taking on Jim Kelly hates cancer at nine and three battle of the heavyweights top three games gridiron mafia is a projected victor with uh by about oh what it say here by about a touchdown by a touchdown points in my notes here <laughs> this is a uh, Mahomes versus Herbert 
you know, this is all, let's see, only matchup right now that looks weak is Hawkinson versus Hill. Um, I got Hawkinson all over that one. <laughs> yep, that's what I'm saying. You got, I think, linebackers are pretty well matched. Defensive, yep. I mean, this one's going to be, this is going to be as tight as it comes. It's going to come down to another tight end battle. <laughs> which tight, which tight end, which tight end sees the pay dirt. Yep. Well, if we're going to put it all on tight ends, I'm giving it to Gridiron Mafia. Yeah, I think Jim Kelly continues to seemingly just lose when he shouldn't. I think his pattern holds the win loss win loss win loss. He won last week. This is this is a loss week. So I I think uh yeah. And Jim, Jim Kelly hates yin and yang stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and therefore he gets the yang this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh yeah, let's let's give uh Jim Kelly the or uh let's give Jim Kelly the loss and Great Aaron Mafia the win and one step closer to the buy or not the buy the first seed. I think the only thing that would be shocking is if there was a goose in this game. Yeah, I think that would probably be it. Next up, we've got Lance Manlove at three and nine, taking on Awful Waffles at uh, eight and four. Now, this matchup, there's no rain uh, in this one. Not that there ever would be, but Awful Waffles is only projected to win by about a field goal equivalent. Uh, we've got a few injury designations here. Jamar Chase should be back in full against Kansas City in a game that looks to be a shootout. So he should get lots of looks there as long as the hip is fully uh, fully recovered. Josh Jacobs uh, against the Chargers uh, should uh, he's there's a, th- a calf. Uh, issue. He did go back out in overtime. Apparently, the coaches wanted to hold him out, but he went back out and scored that game-winning touchdown. Uh, but right now, uh, Josh Jacobs, in quotes, hopes to play. Um, but of course, the Chargers are a better, a marginally better defense than, than the Seahawks would have been. Um, Michael Carter for the Jets. Um, running back he's got an ankle injury low ankle sprain it's not the high ankle sprain but early reports are sounding like he might be sitting this week Antoine Winfield on the defense an ankle sprain against the Browns Uh, I it He'd be 50-50 to play against New Orleans, and it's a Monday night game, so I it's, it's hard to say. On the other side, for Awful Waffles, you got C.J. Gardner-Johnson. He took – that was a rough hit with, that knocked him out with the ribs. He's in- He's going to want to replace him in the lineup. Yeah, he's officially listed as out already, uh, apparently. I didn't even notice. I, I saw that as a Q, but that's an O. Well, I was wondering why Awful Waffles was under 200 on the projection. <laughs> so, yeah, um, Awful Waffles, you might want to put a different DB in. Um, 
Yeah, you want to throw a different somebody else with a hyphenated name. (laughs) You can only exchange people who have hyphenated names with hyphenated names. Yeah, and as mentioned, Christian McCaffrey uh, dealing with (laughs) Kyle Shanahan calls it knee irritation. Uh, he's on track to play, but he's probably going to be on a pitch count. Um, yeah, awful, awful plugs in a different DB, and he gets himself up over 200 points. <sighs> I don't know. Amari Cooper on an away game. Josh Jacobs nursing an injury. Jonathan Taylor against Dallas. <sighs> I can see Lance Manlove dropping some projected points. Yeah, I think this one's going to be more like Awful Waffles 190, Lance Manlove 175. Yeah, especially with that Michael Carter question mark hanging there because on the bench, you got a guy on a bye. You got Kenyon Drake, who's... Definitely not the answer in Baltimore anymore. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not seeing Lance Manlove pulling this one out. I got to give it to Awful Waffles. There it is. All right, let's move on to the projected toilet bowl game of the week. Yes, second week in a row for the night shift to be in the toilet bowl game of the week. Oh, don't get used to it. Oh, yeah. Night shift at two and ten, taking on Flutie Flakes at nine and three. Uh, almost mere images. Uh, night shift only projected to put up 166 to Flutie Flakes is 218. This is why it's the toilet bowl game of the week. <laughs> I think it's also going to end up being, probably being the whoop ass game, too. Oh, without a doubt. I don't think I stand a chance uh, this week. There's no way I'm picking up an extra win. Absolutely not. I don't see it happening at all. Amon Ra against Jacksonville. Geno Smith against the Rams JV squad at this point. Uh, <laughs> AJ Brown against the Tennessee Titans. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm just not that's a, seeing that's it. A reven- that's a revenge game right mm-hmm. there. Austin Eckler against Vegas is nice, porous defense when Austin or uh, Austin's like one of only two potential weapons. Kelsey against Cincinnati in there. Oh man, yeah, I'm I'm not even gonna watch this game on Sunday. I'm just calling it right now. I'm I'm waving that red flag. It's a loss. <laughs> well. <laughs> Let's drink to that. (laughs) That's right. I'm here. We go. I got nothing in the Mountain Dew tonight, but Daniel drinking moonshine to me. Taking it from the taking it from the two liter. That's right. I need to tonight. Yes. So clearly, I am calling this as a uh, as Flutie Flakes' game. We've got Roster Guard ninety nine at seven and five, taking on San Diego eight at three and nine. Now this game, holy moly! This game changed up a little bit. Uh, originally, it was projected when I wrote this down that uh, San Diego's projected victor by five. They're now the roster guard is now the projected victor by point 
Well, by point one, point one, <laughs> point one five. five. <laughs> yeah. I'd be careful with Kenny Moore. He got knocked out of last week's game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we got, uh, let's look at some injuries there. Let's start with Kenny Moore. Uh, cornerback. Rogers. Rogers, Rogers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. More uh, knocked out, forced out with a shin injury for a nickel cornerback to not be able to return. Yeah. Keep an eye on that one, John. Rogers dealing with that thumb injury and an oblique injury. Uh, apparently, if he can play, he's going to play. But if he can play, that's an entirely different bar to set because if he can play, he's still, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he can play is the same as my, he can play. <laughs> and then we've got Alvin Kamara's. Just, got, just go in there. You'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, Alvin Kamara's got his own injury. Uh, I did not realize Sunday was the first time in his, uh, or in his career. That he lost two fumbles in a single game. So uh, he's got an injury designation, but uh, he's questionable. But I don't see anything beyond, oh, hamstring. No, no, that was some writing that he hamstrung the offense. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not seeing what the injury actually is, just that he's questionable. Uh, Yeah. So looking at this, um, See Rogers against Burrow, Burrow, Ayuk against Adams, Adams, Evans against Kirk, yeah, Kirk, Davis Gotta against Wilson. You give it to Evans against Kirk. Yep. I just, uh, yeah, I just give it to Evans on that one. I give Garrett Wilson over Gabe Davis. I give Jay Williams over Kamara, Chubb over. Uh, oh yeah, Algier. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Moreau over Fryermuth. Uh, we'll call Mark Andrews over Pierce. Kickers dead even. Defense is fairly even. I think I go with roster guard on this one. All right, we got your nice shades on there. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting. I'm starting to struggle. All right, well that's it. That is going to be it. Let's run through just briefly. We got. Uh, I'm going to call Gridiron Mafia, Johnny. Fuck it. Awful waffles, Flutie flakes, roster guard ninety nine, and E Town Asian. So, uh, Danny, I uh, I grabbed this song. Uh, for us, I just want to give a little little holiday shout out to all all my kith and kin. This is the spirit of the Griswold family Christmas. All right, and uh, with that, gentlemen, don't forget to check out NFL swag on Redbubble bit.ly slash Nellis NFFL, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> Full of fear, looked at his dog, oh my god, a ill reindeer. My man, I was illegal, the man.
And Santa put gifts under Christmas trees Decorate the house with lights at night Snow's on the ground, snow white so bright In the fireplace is the Yule log Beneath the mistletoe as we drink eggnog The rhymes that you hear are the rhymes of Gerald Like each and every year we bust Christmas carols Christmas carols Yo, come on, let's step. You ain't know, just American last night. Santa, Macy's. Yo, man, let's go eat, man. I'm starving. Come on, man. Yo. Rub so loud and proud you hear it. It's Christmas time and we got the spirit. Jack was chilling. The hawk is out. And that's what Christmas is all about. The time is now. The place is here. And the whole wide world is filled with cheer. My with the mic in my hand and I'm chilling and cooling just like a snowman so open your eyes lend us an end we want to say Merry Christmas and Happy New Ha, 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 ha.